So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Welcome back to another Take 5 with Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton, and we're back with Day 10 of the what I am calling the Freedom Trial. The Freedom Convoy trial of Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. We just completed day 10. Believe it or not, there's been 10 days. Originally, this trial was scheduled for 16 days. It's not going to be over in 16 days. We just started hearing from some of the non-police witnesses for the prosecution today. Um, Mr. Kim Ayotte who is the uh, general manager of the emergency preparedness section of the, of the city of Ottawa. He was on the stand. Well, sometimes he wasn't. He was actually asked to leave the courtroom twice by the judge so they could discuss the matter between the prosecution and the defense. The prosecution, again, seemed completely ill-prepared, and really their methods were questioned by the judge, who's Justice Heather Perkins McVeigh. And she asked the prosecution, what are you trying to achieve with this? Because you have this city official here and this he, he seems to think he's just talking about his job description. And the defense attorney, Lawrence Greenspawn, picked up on this right away. And he said, why is Mr. Ayotte appearing at this trial? Why did he come to this courthouse without a single note? on his person, in his possession. Is he going to recall everything from memory? And the judge actually mentioned this. And said, How are you going to remember if the information you're relating to us today was first-hand information that you actually garnered yourself or second-hand information, which you were told, which becomes hearsay in any trial? And the uh, Mr. Ayotte simply said, well, it's not something that's on the top of my head, Your Honor. And he actually said that he was under the assumption that he was there today merely to talk about his job description. Now, I'm wondering, I've said this in the past, the prosecution presents a gong show at times. They don't seem to know what they want to do with their witnesses. Clearly, if he was just there to talk about his job description, we are wasting time. And by the afternoon, of course, he started to get into a little more detail about things. And once again, the defense cautioned him and the court about using words like riot, because he said, that's all we're going to see on the news tonight, is that word riot. And it's interesting how this went today, because once again, the prosecution seems to be playing the best defense possible for Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. I've been there just about every day. And I have been there for some of the most difficult portions where it's quite difficult. It is tedious at times to listen to some of the evidence that's being presented. This is all part of the voir dire process of Canadian law. For those of you who are not associated with it, I, I would read it up, read up on it when you have a chance. It's quite interesting, but it can be fundamentally 
boring if you're a if you're watching from the seats in the courtroom it can be very difficult as a reporter it can be very difficult to watch but it's getting a little more interesting today as i said the prosecution continues to in my view screw up now interesting aside as well uh, mr greenspawn also brought up the issue about these Ottawa residents testifying before the court. It's not that he's afraid of their testimony. He's already read it. You know, it's part of the discovery. He's already read the testimony. He knows what they're going to say. But there's eight witnesses who are residents of Ottawa who are going to claim they had their lives upended by the Freedom Convoy. They're probably going to be talking about an occupation, a ridiculous terminology a ridiculous piece of terminology when describing a peaceful protest in Ottawa. It was not like the Germans occupying Paris. No, not at all. But Greenspawn said again today, why are we listening to eight people that are all saying the same thing? But yet none of them really took notes. He mentioned at least one of the witnesses only answered two of the questions posed to them by the defense, that they're making a lot of allegations that they really can't back up. You know, he mentioned the fact that people are talking about license plate numbers, but they're not even sure whether those license plate numbers correspond to truckers who are actually in the convoy, who are part of the protest. So it's very tenuous, this whole thing. And it's going to take days of testimony. And it's going to require more days of testimony for the defense to respond to these witnesses who are merely saying, hey, we had our lives upended because apparently they didn't like honking, even though it's been, I think, clearly established that the honking did not persist throughout the night and that both Tamara Leach and Chris Barber cautioned the truckers not to keep honking all night long because it would be a real problem for the Ottawa residents. It would interfere with sleep. Obviously. And the truckers had to sleep too. So the very suggestion that they were up 24 hours, seven days a week, honking their horns, is a bit ridiculous. But the trial continues. It is quite interesting what's happening here. I think the defense is continuing to maintain its hegemony in, the, in these procedures. The prosecution is continuing to demonstrate it is not really equipped to present this case very well. It is continually upsetting the judge. The judge said again today when their witness said he was just there to give a job description, she said, oh, no, no, no. That's what she said. Oh, no, no, no. That's not why you're here. There's more to it than that. And if he didn't understand that when he got to the courtroom today, that's a problem. So I'm back again tomorrow. But before I go there, before I get to the courtroom, if I get there at all tomorrow, the million person march is tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Ottawa time, Vancouver time, Halifax. It's your local time, 9 a.m. The protest begins. This is a one million person march for children. It's for the children who are being exposed to gender ideology and this pronoun nonsense in their schools. Teachers unions, not necessarily all teachers, but teachers unions are pushing this gender ideology upon them. 
There is no such thing as mass gender dysphoria in our schools. It's been invented. It's been created. It's a political problem that's been totally manufactured. It's artificial. But yet the government, the provincial governments, with the exception of Saskatchewan and New Brunswick, are pushing this agenda. The federal government continues to push it through Justin Trudeau. He is an advocate of everything LGBTQ+, including gender ideology. He is pushing this agenda as strongly as he can. And he tells everybody that if you oppose this agenda, if you don't think as a parent you have a right to know if your child under 16 years of age decides they want to change their gender or change their pronouns, that you don't have a right to know. You don't even have a right to know. And you certainly don't have a right to demand your permission to grant that. And this is what we're up against. And we're expecting a counter-protest tomorrow that has been spawned and, as they say to themselves, co-conspired by the Ontario public unions as well as others who all got together last week on a Zoom call to say that they're going to do everything in their power to disrupt this protest. They don't think parents have a right to raise their children. They don't think the parents matter. And they have the gall, they have the nerve to suggest parental rights have something to do with fascism. When, of course, the obverse is exactly true. Fascism doesn't respect parental rights. Fascism is a state where the children can tell on their parents and get them sent to jail because the family is decimated. The family is destroyed. And only the state matters. And that's what these teachers unions are pushing. So I think we might have stopped this counter-protest because we've embarrassed these teachers' unions and showed them up for what they are, a bunch of LGBTQ activists who are taking money from their membership. They're taking a salary for not doing their job on behalf of the members, but doing political activity and organizing counter-protests to parental rights marches. That's what these people are up to. We're going to talk about that tomorrow at the march. We're going to talk about the fact that these public service unions are actually not representing their membership. And I have received many messages on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, emails from parents who belong to these unions that were present at this Zoom call, and they say, that union doesn't represent me. It doesn't represent my values. I'm not some sort of far-right ultra-conservative because I think I have a right to raise my children myself. And they are condemning these unions, and they're condemning that union leadership, which is no, which is not leadership. And they're condemning the fact that these people want to upset, disrupt, stop a peaceful protest tomorrow, September 20th. They're saying no. And that's what this march is about. Enough is enough from Justin Trudeau and his identity politics. Enough is enough from Justin Trudeau and, his, and the provincial premiers who back him with their gender ideology. We want equality under the law, not special identity politics for every subdivided group in this country. And that's also what this march is about. So be there tomorrow, September 20th in Ottawa. It's on Parliament Hill.
other places, it's at your provincial legislature or your local mayor's office, your town hall. 9 a.m. your local time, not Eastern time. It's your local time. I look forward to hearing that we not only had a million people marching on Wednesday, but we exceeded that number by all expectations. It's going to be a marvelous day in the weather in Ottawa. It's going to be sunny and warm. So thank you for listening again today. I'll be back again tomorrow to tell you how the march went, what happened, more about the freedom trial of Tamara Leach and Chris Barber, and I'll be on that until we hope. These two protesters who cared so much about freedom that they put their freedom on the line for all Canadians to end COVID mandates. They are vindicated and they walk free. Thank you for listening today. My name is David Creighton again. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. And remember, ring that bell, subscribe, become a member, financially support this station because we need to fight Justin Trudeau's policies and Justin Trudeau's censorship. Thank you very much. Hi, this is David Creighton from Creighton's Right and Stand on Guard. Join the resistance, resolve to resist. Become a member of this station. I've been practicing journalism in one form or another for over 30 years. I've worked in print, radio, and television for a lot of prestigious publications and media outlets. I was an Armed Forces Public Affairs Officer. I worked in Parliament Hill. I know how Ottawa works. I know how corrupt federal government can be. But you can play a part in opposing Justin Trudeau's government and Justin Trudeau's plans for Canada. You can become a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. Now, I urge you today, please support this station in any way you can. Ring that bell, subscribe, because that ensures you're at least going to continue to be able to watch these episodes. You'll beat the algorithm. But more importantly, I need your financial support. I hate to ask, but that's what I'm doing. I made a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Coffee, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today 